Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of At Large Bid, our Selection Sunday special. I guess you can call it special, depending what team you're for, but whatever. Uh, I'm Tim Daniel, here as always with Taylor Bergfeld. And uh, before we get into this week's show and talk about everything, I want to say here, as we know, uh, I think majority of the show of the network itself are not just basketball fans, but wrestling fans. So we want to send our love and our best wishes to the bad guy, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. We're thinking about you, my man, because I don't think I can handle that right now. Yeah, don't don't think I can handle that. Uh, But with that being said, Wolfpack for life. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about this uh, this Selection Sunday recap. As you see here, the Giants, not really legible uh, bracket, but we'll get to region by region. But Taylor, we'll start with, or here, uh, our first four out slash our standby teams. We have Dayton, Oklahoma, SMU, and Texas A&M. And Oklahoma being here is laughable. Texas A&M 18, being here is laughable. 18 and 15, Oklahoma. First four out. Okay. Texas A&M being here is laughable. Um, yes, it is. You know, they beat Florida. They beat Auburn. They beat um, Arkansas to, you know, a two seed and a four seed in the conference tournament and lost today to Tennessee. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know how, I mean, we can get to some of the teams in the playing games. Um, the first four games, like a Notre Dame, like a Rutgers. I know the metrics are a little bit higher on Rutgers than maybe us are, we are, but you mm-hmm. know, Texas A&M, is a net 46 records 77 at SMU Dayton and Oklahoma. I, I don't see a world where they would have got in um, Richmond. The fact that Richmond winning the a 10 kept Dayton out is wild. Yeah. Um, but, oh, see. but the, uh, and M not getting snubbed is tough. Yeah, it is. I agree. I mean, they got to the SEC championship and I know they kind of always have this thing where conference tournaments don't matter, they say, but like, why do you play them if that's the case? Uh, so I yep. thought that was kind of ridiculous. Uh, last four in, we got Indiana, Rutgers, Wyoming, and Notre Dame. And all right, we got we got the first comment here, T. Smith saying, Michigan making it over Texas A&M is laughable. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. It's tough. The Michigan, I mean, I'm surprised Michigan isn't in the first four games. Um, Indiana, you know, lost yesterday at Indiana losing yesterday at the buzzer to Iowa on a game that I was actually at Um, the uh, thinking that they win that game. They probably aren't in the playing game, but it's crazy to me that they're they're there, but they want ratings. They want that appeal. Um, I don't think Notre Dame Rutgers really moves the needle, but Indiana certainly playing on a Wednesday night um, against Wyoming team. Is, is, you know, it's going to get people tuned in. Unfortunately, sometimes that's kind of what they go for. Notre Dame's in, but Xavier has more Q1 wins. Notre Dame has Q1 and Q2 combined. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Right. It's tough. I mean, at this point, I, I am convinced that the the people working, the people, the, the committee did not watch conference tournament weekend. So. Nope. No, I agree. Um, Yeah, Rutgers... You know, I can I could have lived with or without. I don't right. mind them being, and I like Ron Harper Jr. So at least he's entertaining. He'll be fun to watch. Um, you know, depending how far they get, obviously. Uh, Indiana, I agree with you. Like you said, um, obviously that main appeal of being who they are really comes in. I thought they had a pretty good, sh- pretty good sh- uh, season, honestly. Uh, but you know, we'll get to that real quick. Uh, Sean, I see your comment of who are your dark horses you'd be willing to put money on. 
we will get to that through the episode. Um, we have a lot to break down here. Um, but I have some, I have a few I'm pretty excited to talk about. So we'll get through those. Um, and I'll kind of go through that real quick. Uh, let's kind of start here with the West region. Yep. Um, obviously, Gonzaga overall is the number one overall seed. Uh, they're playing mm-hmm. Georgia State. Uh, you got Boise State, Memphis. I like that game. Uh, yep. UConn, New Mexico State. Arkansas, Vermont is a banger. I'm pretty stoked about that game. Um, Alabama against Rutgers Note and the winner of Rutgers Notre Dame. Um, we've got Texas Tech versus Montana State, Michigan State versus Davidson, also a banger of a game, and Duke and Cal State Fullerton. So when you look at this region first, um, obviously it's the number one overall region because of Duke, because of Gonzaga, uh, Duke being the top two, if I have that correct. I don't th- no, they weren't the top two, were they? Kentucky was the top two. Oh um, uh, yeah, Kentucky was the top two because um, Baylor's the last number four. That's right. Yeah, they're number one. So, right. yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. If I'm Jalen Duran, I'm looking at where I'm at with Memphis. Obviously, you guys have this great bounce back at the end of the year. You and I are texting earlier today about them potentially being like an 11, yep. and they're a nine. And right. I'm not saying that's not deserving by any means, but if you're him, you get through Boise State in round one, you have a chance to show yourself against Palo Bancaro, who you're hearing Maybe. nothing about how he's Chet above Holmgren. you. Yeah, I mean, Chet right, Holmgren, Chet, sorry. Right, yeah. You're good. I looked at Duke at the two, got a little bit stuck. <laughs> right. This is like if you're an NBA scout, this is the region for you, apparently. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, if you're you know, if you're Jalen Duran, you have a chance to show yourself here. Um, some of the marks I've heard from talking to scouts are not his skill set, they're his laziness. So this is your chance to kind of prove that with um because I think they beat Boise State. Right. Um and then you know you get that Gonzaga game. I certainly don't think they beat Gonzaga, but for him, like this is your chance, man. This is your chance to really show out and do some big things. So, uh, pretty excited. I'm glad Penny got in right you know, after they I, won the NIT last year. This has been this is awesome. Yeah, that's kind of my thoughts. Is you know they kicked Amani Bates off the team, or however you want to word yeah. that that he's no longer with the team. Um, and they've they've been efficient defensively, and they've been awesome offensively. Um, we know we saw them. Um, at the UC game, they were just imposing their will on UC just because they're more athletic. But they, I mean, they had good ball movement. They're just really good scoring team. They lost today, which kind of stinks. Um, I kind of expected a little bit better of a game against them. But yeah, he's hard to beat awesome the teams. Yeah, hard to beat the teams three times. So it's really nothing to lose sleep over. And if even if they win, I don't think they improve their seeding by that much, right? I think a nine or an eight is kind of where they're at. And you could just flip maybe Boise State. But um, I love this matchup for them. Boise State's a top five team defensively per Kempom. Memphis is a great defensive team as well. Um, very happy to see a, a potential matchup with Boise State or Memphis for Gonzaga in the second round. I'm with you. I do hope we get that Memphis matchup, as I think most people would. Um, I think, yeah, Jalen Duran versus Chet Holmgren is going to be awesome. Penny, very, very nice, like, revival for the program for him. He was looking to be on the way out and kind of yeah. solidified himself here. So, yeah, I think in the top part of the bracket, obviously Memphis – Memphis over Boise State, and then obviously Gonzaga, but I think that could be a fun Saturday matchup um, coming up. So, and then kind of looking down, I know there's always a, um, you know, we got the five seed, five seed UConn, and 12 seed New Mexico State, and from the WCC or from the WAC, and then you got four seed Arkansas and 13 seed Vermont. Arkansas, man, they, like they, kind of, they had got on a nice stretch, lost to a hot Texas AM team in the SEC tournament, unfortunately did not make the tournament, but that's two years in a row where Musk has been like a four seed and has got had a tough matchup. Last year he had Colgate. This year he has um, Vermont. Vermont just absolutely beat the shit out of everybody in the American East this year. Yeah. Um, won the American East championship game. They won every game in the tournament in the American East by a combined 110 points. Um, so they, you know, they, they absolutely crushed it, but 
Um, I think every year at 5-12 is kind of a matchup that people look at. Um, I wouldn't think UConn is, is the team to get upset this year. I think New Mexico State is really good. But I think RJ Cole, um, Sonogo for UConn are both imposing, and they held their own with Villanova, who ended up winning the Big East. So I kind of like UConn to move on here. Arkansas, Vermont's a toss-up. Vermont's very scary, but Arkansas can, can hit another level like they did against Auburn, like they did against Kentucky. Um, kind of, what, what are your thoughts on those two games? So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think UConn's going to lose. Like I said, Sonogo, RJ Cole, they're too good. Dan Hurley has really got those guys in a groove. Like I said, I know they lost to Villanova, but, you know, that happens. They're Villanova. Um, Vermont's a really scary matchup for them. Uh, I could really see Vermont beating Arkansas. Um, but I also know Eric Musselman coaches his best in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, but yeah, man, I think that's a really scary game. Um, we got a comment there from uh, T Smith who said, would not be sh- shocked if, if uh, Vermont beats Arkansas and Rutgers beats Notre Dame and Alabama to advance. And yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I, Rutgers has shown that, they can compete with anybody and their quad one records has, has been phenomenal. Um, Notre Dame kind of leaking oil, lost to a Virginia tech team that was hot in the ACC tournament. Yeah. Um, you don't know how their psyche might be after, after that going into the playing game. Um, Alabama shows that they could score on anybody or they can, they don't guard anybody. So if they're hitting their shots, they're really tough to beat, but mm. I think Rutgers is really good defensively that they can kind of hold Alabama in check. Um, I kind of like I like that matchup regardless who wins the Rutgers Notre Dame game. I think I both teams versus Alabama will be very fun to watch. So yeah, um, and looking then, down. That's all good. I was just about to get to so instead of you know we could easily go game by game here, but not to get a far apart ourselves because you know you got they got to get through Davidson. You know darn well that Tom Izzo is looking at round two against Duke, knowing it's mm-hmm. Coach K's last year, thinking I can be the guy that ends it. Yeah, he he ended the Zion Williams season. Yep. So he's like, I can do it again. I can I can put another stamp on the the, the Coach K resume. And this isn't to say he dislikes Coach K by any means. You know, he certainly respects him. But for your if you're Izzo, you're in the Izzo. We know he's Mr. March. Just another thing to add to the resume, Mr. March. You know that he he wants that thought process. He has that thought process. Yeah, and it's funny because Michigan State started Foster Lawyer last year as their point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were in the playing game and Foster Lawyer is the point guard of Davidson here. So it's kind of a revenge game, game one, seven, 10 matchup. Um, I do think if they can get out of that Davidson game, they could give Duke problems. I watched I them do. yesterday in person against Purdue, a very good offensive team and Michigan state is phenomenal defensively. Now they don't have that outside shooting with like Malik Hall or Gabe Brown. Um, Max Christie's was really bad from three yesterday, but um, Tyrone Walker got hurt as well. Um, so it, it, I think Purdue, Michigan State can hang with anybody, and I think Duke is kind of not in a spiral downward, a downward spiral, but man, they they just don't defend and they play a lot of ISO one on one ball that like just doesn't work, right? Like they're they're not in sync. Virginia Tech was able to pick them apart. You put Mark Williams in high ball screens, and their defensive identity kind of lacks here. Theo John hasn't been good down the stretch. Um, Trevor Keels has been kind of meh. The Palo has been great, but. Yeah, I'd love to see Duke, Michigan State in the second round. Um, I think that'd be great ratings. I mean, if you're looking at a Memphis, Gonzaga, Duke, Michigan State second round, that's that's a matchup that I know myself. And that's the thing was like when you group for upsets, right? Like sometimes you get a bad second round matchup. Like last year, Oral Roberts went on a run, right? Beat Ohio State in the first round, beat Florida in the second round. Nine times out of ten, when the teams get an upset, they usually get beat by ten to fifteen in the second round. But if everything goes chalk, you're looking at good second round matchups. And I think that's what us and most college basketball fans are looking for. Storyline, storyline, storylines is kind of where I'm at. So, 
But uh, yeah. not to, you know, we don't need to break down second and third round matchups. I think if you're into like taking futures on teams to come out of these regions, um, I think there's only three teams I would take to get out of this region. Um, I would take Gonzaga up top. I don't think anybody beats them. Memphis might either. give them a game. UConn could give them a scare. Um, but I think it's either Gonzaga, Duke, or Texas Tech. I know that's pretty chalky. But I think Texas Tech is good enough defensively that they can slow a game down. And we've seen that when Gonzaga played against St. Mary's at St. Mary's, you make it a 60-65 possession game, and Gonzaga may struggle. I think Texas Tech knows their identity, and they, they're good enough to um, keep the pace that way. So, But I, I would be – I think I think it's Gonzaga's region to lose. Um, I think they're the best team in the country. But I would take a flyer on maybe Texas Tech at, at some plus odds there. Yeah, it's hard to overlook the fact that Gonzaga is the only team in the country that's in the top 10 in offense and defense in Ken Palm. Um, so I know there's like the Ken Palm truthers and the Ken Palm haters, but there is something to it, to those metrics. And obviously it does prove a point. So, um, yeah, I like that team a lot. Uh, I do think Memphis would give them a scare. I think UConn would give them a heck of a fight. And mm-hmm. I do think Arkansas would too. Um, if I'm picking my, I know it was, it was commented earlier in the comments, but I'm picking my surprise team from this region. As far as like, Hey, they could win a couple games. I'm taking Rutgers. I think they'll beat Notre Dame. Um, and I do really think they can match up with Alabama. Ron Harper Jr. versus J.D. Davidson is a really fun college basketball matchup. Right. Um, so I like that a lot. But um, yeah, I think Duke, I think Gonzaga, Duke Elite Eight, I think Gonzaga wins. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And yes, can't I would I need I just can't have Coach K going to the final four. Sorry. Nope. He lost his last game in Cameron, lost his last game in the ACC tournament. I, I hope this isn't some voodoo devil magic that ends in him winning at all. <laughs> Yeah, got, I agree. Got a rep, got a rep. So, yep, we'll go to the south here. Um, I guess the number two overall seed is the team I wanted to avoid the most um, is the Arizona Wildcats. They defeated um, in the UCLA Pac-12 championship game last night with Kirk Creesa, who, if Bryant beats Wright State, you're going to get Peter Kiss versus Kirk Creesa. Those two dudes are going to talk so much shit to each other, and it's going to be absolutely phenomenal content. Um, I'm here for it. But Arizona, the one seed, Villanova, the two off their Big East Tournament Championship. Tennessee, Tennessee the three, after their SEC title today. Kind Illinois of shocked they were a three. How Duke is a two seed and Tennessee is a three seed makes zero sense. Yeah, that's where I was at. Yeah, I would switch both of those. But um, looking at these brackets, some of these first-round matchups, I think this is a region with upset potential. I, did um, I think there's one or two here I like. So looking at the 8-9 matchup, the TCU Seton Hall, that's going to be a grind-out defensive game that's going to be ugly to watch. Um, I don't really have a lean there yet. Not Seton Hall not having Bryce Aiken makes it really hard, right? Like they've, mm-hmm. they've kind of been up and down throughout the rest of the year. TCU, Jamie Dixon has a little fire underneath them. They've been great. Um, I, I don't think, regardless of who wins the Seton Hall-TCU game, that Arizona has any problem with either of those. Wouldn't you nope. agree? So, yeah, I agree. I don't think, I think Arizona has a problem till Tennessee or Villanova. Correct. I think this is how we look at it. We don't need to break down every matchup. Um, there'll be plenty of content from us and other elsewhere that you can get full in-depth games if you're into that. But I think Arizona can cruise to the Sweet 16. Um, here's where I'm at with the upsets. The 5-seed Houston against 12-seed UAB. I mm-hmm. love UAB here. UAB's got dynamic guards, and they run a deep bench of 10 to 11 players. Um, Houston does not. They're razor thin um they have injuries that crippled this team and i think that uab houston one quad one then this year and it was today and i think uab is a perfect recipe for disaster jelly walker is a phenomenal guard who averaged like 28 points per game in the conference usa tournament i'm all over them um i think what you know last year we talked about it 
the Winthrop Villanova game was the upset that everybody was picking, right? And then Villanova yeah. just beat the shit out of um, Winthrop. I think this year the game everybody's going to be picking is Chattanooga over Illinois. And I'll bounce back on the market. I'll take Illinois because I think they're absolutely going to. I think they're pissed on how they played Sunday. Um, and I think Kofi Coburn is a monster. And I don't think a lot of people have an answer for him. Even though Silvio D'Souza, from the former Kansas transfer, the guy who almost, um, you know, beat the shit out of somebody with a, uh, a Kansas State player with a chair, WWE style. Um, he's on Chattanooga. But I think Kirk, um, Kofi Coburn versus Silvio is a great matchup in the 413. But I would be hesitant to pick that up because I think that'll be a really popular one. Yeah, I think the most popular game is going to be loyal over Ohio State, right? Everyone knows well, the, the name. Ohio State's on a downward spiral. It's just an easy, easy pick. And the betting odds have came out. They've already started to come out. The Loyola Chicago opened up as a two-point favorite. Did they? Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, as a – yes, that would be a upset per seed line, but I don't think that's an upset. Like, Vegas wouldn't see it that way. I think, I think like you said, Ohio State has trending downward, um, and I think Ohio, Loyola is kind of hitting their stride. Now, they haven't played in a week and a half, so you have to factor that in. So That's true. Yeah. Um, give me Villanova in the South. Yep. Okay. Villanova. I trust you I like, right. I'm looking at Michigan, Colorado State. Um, sorry, we'll touch on those two games. Colorado State, Michigan. I, I don't really, I wouldn't be putting too much stock in Michigan. Um, David no, Roddy from either. Colorado State is a phenomenal player. Him versus Hunter Dickinson will be a must watch. I just don't trust Michigan's guards. Um, they went the okay. graduate, they went the transfer portal route with mid major guards. Um, guy from Coastal Carolina, and it just didn't really work out this year. They're not a very good outside shooting team. I'll take Colorado State. I'm actually going to take Tennessee. In Arizona in the Elite Eight, and I'm gonna take Tennessee. I do like early Tennessee thoughts. A lot. My early thoughts. I love um Kendi Chandler, Josiah Jordan James, uh Brandon Huntley, Huntley Hatfield. Like this team is really deep. They have a really good de- defense. They're very good at they're very good at like when a team gets on a run. Like Kentucky yesterday was storming back. Like Tennessee knows how to like slow it down and stop the run, like stop the bleeding, right? That's all you ask for when the team's just getting crazy hot from three. Um I think Tennessee's guard, their, their two guard lineup is very fun to watch. I think Chandler's an NBA, you know, future player, NBA star. Um, I think he he's so shifty and he's able to finish through contact for being such a smaller guard that I'm I'm very fascinated with him. I think him versus Colin Gillespie in the Sweet 16 would be just a phenomenal matchup. But um, I think Villanova, yeah, cruises are at the bottom of the bracket. I think we get a Tennessee, Tennessee Villanova Sweet 16 with Arizona and Illinois. And I'll take Arizona and Tennessee in the Elite Eight. I'll take probably Tennessee. So for once again, your betting tickets, I would probably chalk again, but I would I'd take maybe a flyer on Tennessee. Um, if not, maybe Arizona. I think Arizona has a pretty clear path to the Final Four. Yeah, I love Tennessee. They're really good. Let's look at the East real quick. Uh, so this is where, like we said, Baylor, the last four. Uh, Kentucky, the top two. So you've got Baylor, Norfolk State, North Carolina, Marquette, which I know Taylor's going to have some thoughts on. Uh, St. Mary's versus the winner of Wyoming, Indiana, UCLA, Akron. That's a banger. That's a fun game. Uh, Virginia Tech as the 11 against number six, Texas, the ACC champion, Virginia Tech, who took Xavier's bid more than likely. Uh, Purdue against Yale, Murray State, San Francisco, and Kentucky, St. Peter's. Um, Look, I know we're going to get into our deep dive, but I'm going to make this as easy as possible. I think Kentucky wins the East this year. Um, I do think Murray State is going to be a lot of fun in the second round. But nope. I, I think Kentucky comes out the East. So w- watching the bracket, um, the, the bracket show, the East was the last region to um, be announced. So obviously after the first three had been announced, I knew Carolina would be in this region. Um, I was praying that Murray State would be the seven, right? I did not want to play Kentucky again. I was praying that 
I thought I knew North Carolina Murray State would be seven, eight, or nine, like in that in those one of three range. Yeah. I was praying that Carolina either avoided Murray and or avoided Kentucky. I was I I know you never want to play at one seed. Um I mean, that's, you know, odds are you're not going to win a lot, a lot of the times. But Baylor's banged up. Jonathan uh, Chamo Chachua has been hurt. They just lost in the um, Big Big 12 tournament to Oklahoma. Um, Carolina getting Marquette here. I think Leaky Black can shut down Justin Lewis. I think Carolina can prevail. I don't see them be a world where they beat Baylor. Um, they've just been so inconsistent in big games yeah. where even the Virginia Tech game Saturday night, um, they just they got kind of boat raised early. And I think for, um, Matthew Meyer, I think James Akinjo and LJ Cryer, I think these, guard, these guards are dynamic enough that they can get their shots up. And the moment Carolina takes a punch, they kind of stumble back and they don't really know how to recover. Um, Looking at the top bracket, though, I think Baylor can kind of cruise to the Sweet 16. The St. Mary's – St. Mary's is a sleeper for me. I think they have no problem with a Wyoming-Indiana. Um, I don't that, either. That potential matchup with UCLA in the second round would be very enticing to me. Um, I'd even probably even lean nails. I think UCLA has star-studded and way more potential stars on their team. But I think St. Mary's is a team – and I think I'm more of a sucker to this. I just lean teams that can control the pace. Um, I really like the teams that can slow it down and make, make, make you value the possessions. I think UCLA can sometimes get a little lenient with the ball um, or a little sporadic with the ball, sorry, and it end up costing themselves. So I look at maybe a St. Mary's Baylor game, the Sweet 16, but I think Baylor makes it to the Elite Eight. Now, however, in the bottom of the bracket, um, I think Purdue has no problem with the winner of uh, Texas Tech, Virginia Tech. Um, I think Virginia Tech can probably beat Texas, honestly. I think Virginia Tech is a better team than Texas. That's a potential matchup for me. Purdue should have no problem with Yale. I love this Murray State team, Murray State, Kentucky, but this feels just like Kentucky Wofford a few years back, right? Kentucky was a two yeah. seed with PJ Washington in them. The Wofford Terriers with Storm, um, Storm Murphy with um, what was the kid's name? The Fletcher McGee. Shooter. Yeah, Fletcher McGee, like all time leading three point shooter. They came in and it was close for a little bit, but UK size and their athleticism just kind of outweighed a um, outweighed the Wofford team. I think it's kind of a similar story here. Murray's great defensively. They are a team that slows the game down just like San Francisco. So that's something that is UK's kryptonite. Look at like losses against Tennessee, losses at LSU. Um, they're kind of there, you know, if the team wants to get out and run with Kentucky, it usually never ends well. But if they slow it down and make Kentucky value the um, value the ball and limit the number of possessions, that can make, can make Kentucky in a closer game. I know I've kind of been like, it's been repeated myself, but I think the top three seeds here are the only the worth the bet make the final four. I love this Purdue team. Um, another reason that Kentucky does struggle is because Oscar Sheepway is national player of the year. And a lot of teams don't have the size to bang with him down in the post. But then you look at Purdue, right? Zach Eady, seven foot four, Travion Williams, six foot 11. Like that's not who if you're a Kentucky fan you want to see, especially when you have a Sasha Stevanovich, who is a three point sniper. And you have Jaden Ivey, who is a top five pick in the NBA draft. I think Purdue can give um, can, can beat Kentucky. I don't know how likely it is, but they're my pick out of this region. Um, Purdue is my pick. I think the winner. I think the winner of the bottom section of it of Purdue Kentucky is is um, whoever gets out of that Sweet Sixteen matchup should beat Baylor in the Elite Eight. So, yeah. here's why I pick Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I just really feel as far as like on a talent level, and I know that that doesn't mean anything come these games especially with John Calipari's inability to manage a game within the last five minutes um, in the last media timeout. If it's a close game, we know he likes to make some sort of weird mistake that costs his game. Um, but we've seen when Kentucky's hitting their shots, how good they are. And I totally get what you're saying about Purdue. They are very talented um, offensively. You know, they can outscore you, but they can't outstop you. And I don't think that they're going to be able to stop them. I love Jaden Ivey. 
but is he going to be able to keep, you know, uh, Ty Ty Washington from scoring 16? I don't think so. Um, you know, as far as, like you said, Oscar Seaway, and yeah, there's that size there. And when Oscar Seaway stays out of foul trouble, he's incredible. If he gets in foul trouble, it's obviously a different story for Kentucky. Um, but I feel like in a situation like this, you know, this is a team that missed the tournament last year, you know, obviously had the, the season of a disaster last season. Um, I feel like as far as everyone in this region, I feel like they're the most talented team on paper. Um, so I feel like at this some point that's going to kick in and yeah, could Purdue beat them? Absolutely. I do. I feel that way, but I just kind of feel like Kentucky is just a better team. And I just feel like if it comes down to, you need to get stops. I trust Kentucky to get stops when I trust Purdue. I, yeah, Purdue's been terrible defensively all year, and that's been my biggest issue with them. Um, Kentucky's great. We've preached it all year. We've been impressed by them. Uh, even a loss in the SEC tournament doesn't do much for me. Um, yeah. I just ran into a really good Tennessee team who's playing well, right? Like, it's just kind of how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I love Ty Ty. Spear Wheeler's meh to me, but they need Kellen Grady to get going. Middle of the year when Kentucky looked like the number one team in the country, he was hitting shots, and that's right. easy to say, like, no shit, but – um, not being able to get him looks and teams are tracking down on him. You know, they got to figure out ways to get him better touches. Keon Brooks has to get back to more of that Kansas level gameplay of him. And I think this team can easily make the final four. So, yeah. Real quick before we go to the last region, do you want to talk North Carolina Marquette at all? Not really. Um, I mean, we'll quick, a couple quick hitters. You know, they, if the team that shows up at Duke plays, I think they can get Baylor a good game. If the team that shows up every other big game of the year, I think they can get beat by 15 by Marquette. Opening line has Carolina at two and a half. I don't really have a lean either way. Um, I think Marquette is a couple years away from being really, really good. But I did too. You know, I, I, what I saw against them against Creighton in the Big East tournament wasn't the most appealing game. But I think Carolina can should be able to handle them. But won't be surprised anyway with what happens with them. They've been so up and down. So yeah, I think Shock has done a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You know, we've seen how he is in tournaments though. Uh, as I say that, only problem with Marquette. Only problem with Marquette, they have Shaka Smart, as it said in our Twitter feed here. So, yeah, good timing. Good yeah, timing. Yeah, hasn't I won like an NCAA first round game since the VCU, you know, VCU uh, run they had. So, yeah, um, I think Indiana beats Wyoming, but like I said, I'm with you. I don't think any of these teams have a chance against St. Mary's, and um, I do really like. I'm trying to think like, I don't really have, just, I don't know if there's necessarily like a giant upset in this region as far as like in the first round, like Yale's not beating Purdue. I don't no. think Akron beats UCLA. So I think, you know, if you're betting on like, and you're, if you're doing a bracket poll, um, I think that that's kind of, this is kind of going to be your chalk one until probably about the sweet 16 or so. Um, all right. So our last region, we've got the Midwest, uh, Kansas as the number one seed, Auburn as the two. Um, you've got San Diego state Creighton as the eight, nine. I think Creighton wins that game. Uh, you got Iowa Richmond. That's a fun game. Richmond Spiders, A10 champs. Providence, South Dakota State, LSU, Iowa State. I think a lot of people are going to pick Iowa State here because of all the because Will Way got fired like yesterday, which is hilarious, by the way. Um, Wisconsin, Colgate, USC, Miami. I love that game. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that for sure. And then Auburn, Jacksonville State. <clears throat> so. I feel like this might have been my toughest region when it was first announced, like who to pick where. Um, I really like Auburn as we've talked about, but we've seen how they play away from their home arena. Um, obviously Kansas is incredible, but we've seen them lay some eggs as well. And then, you know, I like Wisconsin. They've obviously been way better than we thought they would. Um, but I don't know if I like them in the tournament. Um, LSU, who knows what they're going to be right now with everything going on off the court. And then Providence has looked awesome at times and terrible at times. So yeah. 
it's weird. My, my thing with Providence, um, I know I talked about it earlier. The Chattanooga, Illinois game might be the most upset. South Dakota State will beat Providence. I bet I haven't even looked at the spread yet, but I bet I'll look it up right now. Um, I, I think South Dakota State will beat them. I think that's the most popular pick here. Um, they're so good offensively. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Spread. It is opening spread. I'll have you guess what it is. Providence two and a half. Minus two for a okay. four thirteen matchup. Um, they're so they're the number one three point shooting team in the country. Providence is the luckiest team in the country. <laughs> they they gave up a thirty one to two run against Creighton. Thirty one to two, Tim. Um, in the semifinal game of the Big East, just I love Ed Cooley. I just this team. I don't see how they kept winning, or I didn't see how they kept winning. But um, I, I think this is my upset pick here. Looking at the top of the bracket, we'll just kind of go real quick. Kansas, obviously. Don't see them having a problem with San Diego State or Creighton. Should walk to the Sweet no. 16. I love Iowa. Keegan Murray was phenomenal yesterday. I got to see him in person. Eight of ten from three at 34 points against Trace Jackson Davis in Indiana. He was great today in the Big Ten title game. Um, really, really good player. Jordan Bohannon's awesome. Connor McCaffrey's really good. Patrick McCaffrey's really good. Like this Iowa team's hitting their stride at the right moment. Um, they get a Richmond team that might be emotionally spent after think about if this Iowa team at Jack Nungy right now. Mm-hmm. Oh my another, god. Another shooting big that they can float around the perimeter. Um, wonder what he's thinking, honestly. But um, but anyway, Iowa-Richmond, I think Iowa should win. Um, Iowa-South Dakota State, that total might be like 170 uh, because of how, <laughs> how efficient these teams are from scoring. I love Iowa to get to the Sweet 16 here. And then at the bottom of the bracket, um, LSU-Iowa State is going to be a dogfight. It's going to be an ugly, low-scoring game. I'm with you. I, I maybe would stay away from this game. I don't know how um, don't know how LSU is going to respond after losing their head coach. A lot of players might be checking out that way they're worried about where they're going to be playing next year. Iowa state, you know, after a two win year last year, they're in the tournament. What a great job from Otzelberger and, um, and staff. I love Wisconsin against Colgate, Miami, Florida is my pick over USC. Um, I love Charlie I Moore, Cam Augusti, Isaiah Wong. Those are three dynamic guards that can win you some games in March. And they just, they're like cockroaches. They just survive in March. Um, mm-hmm. All year, they've just been in close game after close game after close game and just kind of punch back and been there. So you kind of need that for the tournament. Um, I actually am going to take Miami over Auburn. I, I just don't. I have that feeling too. I just feel like away from their home arena. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Jordan Hare, but that's the football stadium. I yep. know better. Because my cousin went to Auburn, one of my best oh. friends from high school went to Auburn. So if I yeah. get it wrong, they're going to be mad at me, and they'll right. tell me. You get a lot um, of text messages, right? I, I just feel like they just play so weird away from home, and I think Jabari's going to start thinking about the NBA. Right, all year we've said Auburn's guards are going to be the, their downfall, and you're going to go and get a game against a senior Charlie Moore, Isaiah Wong, who's a junior, and Cam Augusti, who are a first team All ACC. Yes, please, I'll take I'll take Miami in that game. Now they they, they might lose to USC, and I might be you know eating crow here, but. Would not be surprised if Miami beat um, Auburn. But other than that, um, I, I like Iowa to maybe beat Kansas in the Sweet 16. Uh, I think I, I what Kansas wants to do, they can – Keegan Murray is going to be the best player on the floor in most yeah. of these games. Um, and Jordan Bohannon, you know, he's eighth-year senior, it feels like, but he's been in big games and he knows how to win. Um, I, I really think this team can kind of get there. I, my final four, I think this will be the region that should be Kansas because they have a pretty easy path other than Iowa. But I think this is a region that region that could cause chaos. I would take a flyer on maybe Wisconsin, a Iowa team, and then Kansas. I would not buy any stock in Auburn. So, which means Auburn's going to make the final four. So, yep, Jabari Smith's going to be incredible, and yep. we're going to sit here and go, "Yeah, we we told you guys that was going to happen." Uh, so. yeah. So I'm with you. Um, 
yeah, I feel like it's going to be kind of like, like I like Colgate, but I don't think they're beating Wisconsin. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think I might take Iowa state over LSU. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I don't know I, what I don't you're going to get, man. You don't know what yeah, you're going to you, get. You have no clue. You at least know what you're getting from Iowa state. You know, they're not very good offensively, but they're good defensively. Um, so you at least have comfort there. Um, I don't think Creighton would necessarily give Kansas fits, but I think San Diego state could do. I think Kansas would beat them. Absolutely. But I do definitely think it would be a fight. Um, I love what Richmond's been able to do. Obviously winning the a 10 tournament today was, I mean, yesterday was awesome. No, it was today. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Davidson. Um, Hmm. but you know, I don't know how they can kind of go and beat an Iowa team. Like we've talked about. Um, I think Iowa is just really, really impressive, especially the way they put something together this year. Um, ooh, in the comments, we got T Smith saying, I am convinced South Dakota State can upset Iowa. Can we please get some reasonings here? Because I'm curious on this. I'm not saying you're wrong, just want to get some thoughts here, and I'll read them here on the show if you get them to me. I, I mean, I'll respond to you. They're the number one three point shooting team in the country. They, yeah, space you out, they, they play at a high pace. That's kind of what Iowa wants to do here. Like, I, Iowa, South Dakota State can miss, I think it was like 48 or 47 threes in a row and still be the number one three point shooting team in the country. Um, they can survive runs. I watched the Summit League title game against um, North Dakota State where they, you know, got to give up a 9-0 run to kind of get down four late in the second half, and they just responded. Like, they're resilient. They went 18-0 in conference and won the conference tournament. This team knows how to win. Haven't lost a game since mid-December. Um, I, I just think this team's kind of built for this moment, and I think I was a team that they've shown that even in their January struggles, like, you know, they can get down, they can lose to a Northwestern, a Rutgers, a Minnesota, and I think South Dakota State is kind of a better version of the teams. That's fair. Yeah, I like those points. Um, All right, man. Well, I think we've kind of gone through it here. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you know, I'm, we're not here for the best advice as far as your brackets because I'm terrible at it. But I will ask you this. I don't know if you – I mean, you can look at this while you're doing the show if you haven't had a chance to fully review it. Most surprising spread so far for you. I think I'm going to go with the fact that San Francisco is a point and a half favorite over Murray State. Yeah, that's I I like the WCC this year. Um, you know, got three teams in. They got San Francisco, they got um, St. Mary's, and they got Gonzaga. But right, I I that's a little strong of a bias for me. I think Todd Golden's a phenomenal coach. I think Matt McMahon's a better coach, honestly. And it's funny because these two guys are playing with all these jobs that are opening. I feel like these two, the winner of this game is going to get a lot of hot power five offers, right? Yeah. I don't think either coach will be the head coach at their respected school after this weekend. Um, I haven't looked at the spread yet. Um, I know South Dakota state over, like I said, over Providence is two and a half Loyola, a one point favorite over Ohio state. But um, I, I have dug too deep into it. Obviously I will kind of throughout the week, maybe start doing some articles about teams I like and whatnot. Um, but Stay tuned for our picks just because daily picks and stuff with how the line, the betting market's going to change so much from now until Wednesday. Um, so right. my advice is don't bet the first four games. Nope. Don't, don't be down money going into Thursday with how crazy it's going to be when on games that don't matter. Rutgers, Notre Dame and Wyoming, Indiana. You don't need to bet on this. I promise. <laughs> I agree. So, all right. So we'll go pull these up real quick. West region. I'm going Gonzaga. Yep. I'll go. Okay. Yeah. I'll go Gonzaga as well. South region, I'm going Villanova. Going you Arizona. pick Tennessee, right? Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, sorry. Make up your mind. I know. I'm not. I looked at it. See, that's why. Like, I haven't even filled it out yet. But it'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll fill this out and throw it away like eight times before I submit one. So. Yeah, I will do the same. East region, I pick Kentucky. 
pick Purdue. Okay. And then the Midwest region. Did I even make a pick? I don't think I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um uh, I hate this region. Not gonna lie. I don't really love yeah. any of these teams. I'm going I would Kansas. go with Kansas on the sake of it's yep. Kansas, but I yep. would not be shocked if they aren't there. My national championship is Gonzaga versus Arizona. And the, the, I guess the mentor finally beats the, the apprentice because I'll take Gonzaga over Arizona. It's like um, episode three where Obi-Wan and Anakin fight. Is that what you're saying yep. here? Right, okay. correct. Arizona right. have a great first half and Mark Few will be like, maybe drunk after his DUI. Yeah, <laughs> I just got to take a dig at him. Whoa, hey, yeah, whoa. I'll, I'll go uh, Gonzaga over Arizona. That's where I'm at. LOL. Gonzaga's not winning the championship. They'll choke. Don't worry. Still so, haven't made a Final Four. That's the running yeah. joke, right? Yeah. You know, they make a Final Four and they fall apart every time. Mm. Um, hmm. I guess I will go... I'll take Gonzaga to be Kentucky. I don't really trust it. I'm not going to lie. And if I'm saying this about Kentucky, you obviously know that it, where it's, like, it's not anywhere near some BBN bias because I'm the farthest thing from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I do think it's like it's the best team in the country at the moment. I'll take. I don't think Vanilla Nova is going to go to the final four. So that would mean I have Kansas. I mean, I do think Villanova is, I would be, I would have Kansas versus Gonzaga in the national championship. And I don't feel good about that at all. So I'll take Gonzaga, but I'm probably the worst person to give a pick on this. So, And I think what we'll do is for anybody, anybody that's still listening, which we appreciate anybody joining in and interacting with us. It's been yeah, the comments have been awesome cool. Night. This has been fun. We've been looking for um, this for a long time. We'll tweet from our main account, um, myself, my bracket, Tim's bracket, any other other people from the network. Um, may even do a bracket pool that we ask people to join. Um, you know, we'll do it for free. I, I've, I've been the guy that's collected money, and I, I just hate collecting money, taking an owl, Not and fun. paying the winner. It's just, I, I think, if you're doing the for the bracket, I think you're just doing it for fun, right? Just to see where you stack up. Now you're mad when you win. If you're in first place after in a free pool, you're just like, you got to be kidding me. But um, there's plenty of money pools and stuff to join. But we'll maybe we'll post our bracket here on um, sort of Wednesday. But I uh, can't wait. And it's best four days, uh, you know, short work week. Glad the the schedule. The times just came out. They just announced the all the um the like the tip off times and stuff. Carolina plays Thursday, St. Patrick's Day at four thirty. Jesus, I'm gonna be out watching the game somewhere. Um, it was funny. My fiance was asking me. She was. She said, "You know, when do you want Carolina to play? Thursday or Friday?" And selfishly, I wanted Friday just because I knew I wasn't going out Friday. But I said it doesn't matter if they play Thursday because if they play late, I'll be drinking myself. Like I'll be worrying so much before the game. And if they play right in the middle of the afternoon, like they lose, I'll just try to forget that night. So I can't wait, man. Um, it's the best best four days in sports. Um, you know, just it, the regular return of the normal schedule with the first four on Tuesday and Wednesday. All you have to do is get through one day of work tomorrow and then just get home Tuesday night or, you know, work from home Tuesday, whatever you, however you do it. And you got games Tuesday and Wednesday. And then, you know, the greatest time, the greatest four days in sports starts Thursday. So any closing remarks for you? Uh, no, I'm trying to figure out what time, if they've announced Notre Dame's time yet. I keep finding out their women's team. Um, uh, yeah, I had it here. Let me pull it up. You, go ahead. I do really quick, real quick want to mention because we did have some news, like we mentioned earlier in the show. Uh, Will yep. Wade obviously getting terminated from yes LSU as it sounds like they've got some sanctions coming their way. How awesome is that Brian Kelly stuck there during that? Take yeah, that, right. loser. Darn. Take that, you loser. And then also, I shouldn't say that. That's really mean. That's me being biased. Mike White. Uh, yeah, as I say, Mike White leaving Florida for Georgia. Yep. 
that feels like a lateral move to me, but sure, buddy, if you knew you were getting the can and someone else offered you a job, it worked for Shaka Smart, it might work for you. Yeah, and I thought Mike White would wait for Ole Miss to open up because he's an alum there. Yeah. So he played at Ole Miss, like waiting for Kermit Davis to probably get fired or resign. Um, but yeah, that's a weird move. Florida's going to be a great job. You know, I can't wait to hear Billy Donovan's going back to leave the Bulls, which hey, he's not leaving. Stop I'm just it. saying, that's all you're going to hear in the news for the next week and a half is Donovan leaving. But I think Matt McMahon, Todd Golden, um, Missouri's open after Kunzo Martin got fired. The SEC, man, the best league in college basketball. We'll this know Maryland's year. open. Yeah, the best league in college basketball. If you lose, you're not going to make it. If you can't win in the SEC, you're not going to make it just like SEC football. They're going to have the best coaches after this this offseason. Um, yeah, Maryland and Louisville are still opening. Louisville has a meeting of the board of trustees tomorrow morning, so keep your eyes peeled for maybe some announcement of Kenny Payne or maybe a hiring of a head coach that did not make the tournament. But we'll have you covered on that end of it. But I uh, can't wait, man. Um, they announced the times for the first four, and – it's Tuesday, 640, Texas Southern versus Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, 910, Indiana versus Wyoming. Wednesday, 6 p.m. or 640, Bryant versus Wright State. And 910, Notre Dame versus Rutgers. I don't know if I'm going to be making that trip for a 910 game. It's a lot. It, the good news, Dame's if you're off. It's not a bad drive. No, if you're off Thursday, then maybe because you'll I'm get not. home. At, yeah, see, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd do that. You're getting out of there at. 12 30 11 30 12 at the worst i feel bad for those workers who yeah. have to drive drive back to south bend that night yeah Oof. tough god bless you well hey this was fun uh we've been doing this every year god, this is our sixth year doing this now mm-hmm. fifth if you count the covid year i guess uh, tough po- that was a tough podcast that wasn't fun no yeah. it was not uh but hey we're excited to be doing this we're having, glad that the tournament back um, I have to now watch uh, the NIT and see where Xavier's going to be playing here. I guess it'll be announced in a few minutes. Um, yeah, it is. But we'll be we'll be checking in. Uh, we'll probably be back to uh, at least between each round. You yep. know, we'll probably put something together. But have a good one, everyone. We're excited for this. It's March Madness, best time of the year. One shining moment. Have a good night. Peace.